Hey, I'm Cena. I'm the host of the Talk Too Much podcast. Sorry to take up about 20 seconds of your time. If you could please just hit that subscribe button, show us some love, show us some support. It goes a long way for me. Um, we're working really hard. We're trying to grow this show. So any support does not go unnoticed and it goes a long way. Let's get into the show now. Honestly, one thing you'll realize about me, like we're live right now, don't even trip. Mm-hmm. I'm just very good at making, I'm going to be, I'm very good at making you feel like this is just normal. Sure. But go on, tell me what you were saying really quickly before we actually get started. You were saying about Vegas. Oh, yeah. Um, like just from an innovative perspective, I think like Vegas has a very big opportunity to, to really step up. Why do you think though, like, because you just said off camera that you think it could be this big innovative city. We can both agree it's like a hospitality sports city right now. Mm-hmm. Why do you see the potential in tech and innovation in Vegas? Well, you know, the way I'm looking at it is... Um, Speak into this, please. Oh, you hear me better? Yeah. Yep. Uh, so the way I look at it is I think the big push for that uh, comes a little bit actually from COVID-19, which is a strange little, little bit. I'll explain that. But before all the innovative tech and the startups, they were all in the Silicon Valley, right? San Francisco, Bay Area. Um and now you've seen this this big push outside of the Silicon Valley now that people don't want to live in the Silicon Valley because you don't have to. All this work is coming remote. You're building, you're getting all this stuff in from everywhere now. Uh, I don't know if you follow, but like Seattle had a big push about five years ago, okay? So ton of innovative tech up in Seattle. The next big push, Austin, Texas. I was about to say, isn't mm-hmm. Texas right now the yep. push right now? Oh, it's the massive push. And to take it a step further, even even down the line, you're going to have Raleigh, North Carolina, having an even bigger push. Um, Raleigh, which was pivotal in the election, just for how many people are moving there. Uh, and so you have this like research area, um, and you know, cloud site. We're in Miami. Uh, Miami's having a big push. Uh, 305. Like you know, it's 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 one of those things that you're getting these places getting massive tech coming in because people know that's where this money is coming um that you know you know there's money there's innovation all this stuff every all, every city really wants it you know um and so when it comes down to las vegas for example uh las vegas has cornered the industry for the hospitality industry all right there's cornered it yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what i mean yeah, uh, I can in, get that. in gambling hospitality tech um, you know, and, and so you have this massive tool, which is the strip. And in all honesty, there's no VCs on the strip. Venture capitalists. There's just, no venture capitalists yeah. on the strip. None, at least that I'm aware of. There's not a big building where people look at that and go, okay. Rich people do business there. Yeah. People invest in yeah. stuff here. Um, our university system doesn't even have our university system for both UNR and UNLV, in my opinion you know, has an opportunity as well to step up and say, hey, listen, we're going to go to certain people. We're going to get the funding. We're going to we're going to crank innovation out of this university as a runway and we're going to keep it here and make sure that we benefit from it. I haven't seen that either. So and of course, there's examples. All right. But, you know, just nothing that at the rate that in the amount of money that comes in here for hospitality and with advancements coming in AI, I just once again. Do you I, think that the city can make equal, if not more, of a profit in AI as opposed to hospitality? Well, I, I, it, it's not the way to look at it, unfortunately. Just because the two things are going to go hand in hand, 
at the end of the day, it's the hospitality industry that's just going to benefit more and more and more from AI. Oh, yeah. And so it's like you're just going to you're just going to see sure. growth. You know what I mean? And, and that's really what it comes down to. Um, and especially you, hospitality. Now that I'm thinking about it, especially yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, so much things AI could really like change mm-hmm. the hospitality industry. Yeah, something I take pride in is the amount of market research I do on a lot of this stuff, and. Um, you know, I, which can we talk about after the show? I need help with market research for my own shit. <laughs> of yeah. course, man. Yeah, of course, go ahead. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, like a, a big part of it is like, you're going to get these like check-in kiosks that are going to get it down like that. And you're going to get, you know, just like different types of, of, I don't know, like just all types of AI services are yeah. going to come in. Now, there's a for big POS systems that we can talk. for, yeah, for many yeah. different things. Oh yeah, of course. Um, and I, I worked, I worked actually in hospitality quite a bit before, um, while I was here. Um, uh, on two different levels. That's the thing you should be doing here. And that's, I think it's like the city's tailored for the students to go in hospitality. Mm-hmm. While yeah. And, and during my time as a student, I worked both nightlife. I, w- I worked in the clubs. Uh, I saw a need for, you know, uh, AI and the, uh, you know, POS systems mm-hmm. for the analytics, um, being able to actually like predict orders coming in, everything. And that was really like my big introduction to software was through the, the nightlife industry. And then also I did like front desk operations as well. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, learned all about those types of softwares where I said, okay, like there's a lot, you know, of the one thing I noticed was like, we're paying a lot of front desk agents. You know what I mean? Yeah, that like is a, that's a like, very, that's an automated job. That's mm-hmm. a job that could, well, it's funny that you say that though. Many people would look at you with like a, so you think we should be getting rid of jobs for AI, but they don't understand that's just the way the world's going right the, now. Yeah, no, yeah. And the it, way to survive is to actually have a skill set. Yeah. Yeah. So I was mm-hmm. going to ask you now, mm-hmm. I think it's time, introduce yourself, please, my friend. And because and, we just started this show and I'm very interested in you because number one, you have a that dog mentality. It's very clear. No, Appreciate you do. You that, have a, yeah. You're a very laser focused dude. And I also, we can both agree the moment you walked in here, AI is... The, the industry to be in yeah no so yeah we were chatting uh, about that right mm-hmm. before uh, we got this going so go um, ahead introduce yourself we'll start off with your past after like sure. how you got to where you are uh, so uh, my name is luke aronsel um i am the chief growth officer at cloudsite what is cloudsite that's dope by the way <laughs> thank you uh so cloudsite uh we created a supply chain collaboration platform uh to just power the next generation of manufacturing and I know that um, what's different from CloudSight as opposed to other supply chain management softwares, because I do know that this is a need. As <laughs> you said earlier off camera, the digital age is upon us. Coronavirus is here. People are going to be moving into e-commerce, starting digital businesses. So does this software help <laughs> business owners? Oh, of course. Yeah. I, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the number one thing it is, 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 is you know, to help the businesses. Uh, you know, what makes us different, uh, or, you know, I think maybe first, the first thing I should say is about going to the need. Uh, that need for collaboration between contract manufacturer business all through the supply chain. That's what CloudSight is improving. That's what our platform does. Then the, uh, Say that one more time so I can put my hand. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Say that last sentence one more time. So uh, we created a supply chain collaboration platform to improve and transform businesses' supply chains. Uh, so, for example, uh, it's it's a platform that pretty much centralizes all of your communication, and then it has a bunch of other features that go along to it. One of which is like I brought up earlier, like analytics, um, taking the data and getting data-driven results, which is, you know, just where the world is going. Uh, and, you know, also being able to automate some of those processes and mm-hmm. just make this, you know, the the, the supply chain improve yes. equally. So it seems like this the cloud site 
really not just automates a lot of tasks for business owners, but it makes the day to day life of a business owner is actually in case you guys don't know, it could be hectic, no matter what industry, whether you're mm-hmm. offering a service or a product. And you have to you said it's a communication central type thing. Mm-hmm. That, in my opinion, is one of the most necessary things for any business because I find that the number one problem in businesses is a lack of communication between team members. 100%. And, and it's not just, hey, it's not just on tasks, but it's on, on data. Mm-hmm. It's on the understanding of the data. Mm-hmm. So you think this definitely would solve a need in that field? Well, so, you know, something we take pride in at CloudSite is uh, we work with small and mid-sized businesses. Oh. Uh, you know, if you are a massive company, you know, you can afford to have, you know, a, a conglomerate of workers on the phone all day making sure that thing is is going well. Now, if you're a small to mid-sized business, you don't have that luxury, right? And so, to be able to put everything in one place and make it clear and open up that line of communication is, yeah, especially being able to do it affordably for businesses that otherwise. That's one thing be able. I looked on your site. Mm-hmm. I looked on very on other supply management softwares. I was just looking online. Your you offer everything that everybody else does, but your prices are better, and your site looks a lot better than other sites. It looks very crisp and modern. Yeah, well, we, you know, it's it's we're a customer centric company. Uh, you know, we really take pride in that. You know, it, it's the the ability to be able to talk to like an upcoming hardware startup, for example, uh, and and be able to break down the supply their supply chain and create solutions for their supply chain that otherwise they wouldn't be able to get and just watch a business grow and take off because of that it's uh it's incredibly rewarding actually uh, you know and, you know at the end of the day uh you know being able to once again provide data driven results get people to collaborate you're you know you're going to just make more of your business because you can of it. do more stuff mm-hmm. in a day because exactly. of cloud site. Exactly, of course. Um, and you know, you're you're not having to worry about you know keeping track of all these things in different places. And it, it when it brings it all in one one spot, that's that's the that's the money right there. You so know? Th- this is. It, I have a question for you. Number one for our viewers, so they get mm-hmm. a full grasp. Can you define the word supply chain? How how you would use that in a sense so they could have a. A grasp of it. Supply. That's a <laughs> kind of complicated to, to explain, actually. But um, the supply chain is just like uh, let's do an example, right? Yeah. You have a contract manufacturer that builds one part of a five-part product that you own. Okay. I and get it now. So you're you're here, right? And you're this you have space. to talk to all five yeah, parts. Yeah, somehow. exactly. So you have to communicate with all five of them on a efficient schedule to make sure they all get in time to get it manufactured, all put together there with you or a different contract manufacturer. Oh. Then it goes to a place where you distribute it. And then through that supply chain, it, it starts up here and it gets to your customer. You're offering businesses a uh, digital organizational structure to make their lives easier. In a way, you know, I, I think we're offering businesses more. Yeah, we're offering businesses multiple solutions uh, through, you know, that on top of that are also a collaboration piece as well. But, um, you know, you get a lot from from putting all that that data into one spot. Um, and, you know, I, when I came across CloudSite, that was the one thing that I was you know searching for in my next venture. And, you know, I think that's something we can talk about, too. But the analytics that you get, the solutions that you get from technology these days, you know, for most businesses, 
they get that because they can afford to get that. You know what I mean? Like these larger businesses, they've been able to do that. These small to mid-sized They don't have access to these data-driven results like everybody else no, does. No, no, no. They don't even have time to necessarily go look for it. You know, if you are, I just explained that supply chain cycle. And if you're working with- Yeah, no, you're right. You know no, what you just said, because exactly. people don't understand like what in terms of supply management, like in these data results, like in terms of tracking how long it takes for your package to get from point A to point B mm -hmm. or for talking to people like these are hard things to measure so for a software to exist mm -hmm. that would allow business owners to get that out the way of course would be revolutionary you know of course and you know once again i, I really want to want to harp on the small to mid-sized business owners as well because you know once again like it, it, just to reiterate like there's a lot that they could just benefit from from using the from using the platform i like that uh, speaking to them yeah. Yeah, there we go my bad yeah. Yeah, yeah um and there's just a lot more that they can they can use when it's all organized and you know if a lot of businesses are at that fragile point when they're small to mid-size where yes they could probably use 15 more people on their staff but they can't you know what I mean? They can't afford it, you mean, or they just no, they, can't. they either can't afford it, they don't even have time to onboard it properly, whatever it may be. Um, and so, you know, to be able to gather all that in one centralized location, drive solutions from it, build your business, continue, you know, that's 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 how that's how it all works. And so, you know, to even go a step further, there's a there's a cycle um that you know we love to look at, right? So uh, it, it, there's a cycle that CloudSight loves to look at, and this, this was a big driving point, especially when I was uh, when I was coming aboard, uh, and I was talking to uh, my my CEO, my COO Kennedy and Dixon. Uh, you know, when you have COVID nineteen taught us something, okay? Uh, COVID nineteen taught us that when things kind of you know when it hits the fan, you manufacturing takes this massive hit hit and countries go back to themselves you know and so we're anticipating this massive push because manufacturing is coming back to the united states and that's a beautiful thing okay we learned that we can't rely on other countries to produce our products what i was telling you about my business model earlier exactly while we domestic. were talking about this exactly and so you know um when you have technology uh, you know, in, like the, the advancements in technology that we've had, uh, the, the labor force, it, it decreases. And so that was a big problem. With, and that's why, you know, manufacturing went to China originally was because businesses, they didn't want to pay American workers. Well, once again, with advancements in technology, they don't have to pay as many, right? Mm -hmm. That skilled labor, it, it's not as needed. Um, and so things are coming back, right? We know we need that because when the next COVID-19 happens, like, who knows, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and so you have these these businesses coming back, and when you have that collaboration, that allows for higher production uh, of product. Uh, that that allows for the need. You know, the consumer is going to need more, so they're going to be able to produce more. Mm -hmm. Okay, so when someone's buying more. Businesses are making more, money. Yeah. When businesses are making money, what are they doing? They're hiring people. Yes. Okay. When people have jobs, they feed their family. Yes. Plain and simple. And you know, like I, COVID put us back to this, this you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? This like very reset. Deep, it's kind of like a reset, but like this, uh, 
what's the one I'm looking for here? No, uh, I'll find it. But like, it's that need to make sure that like, you're kind of good. You know what I mean? It's that, it's survival that instinct. Survive. Yeah. You it put everyone to that survival okay, instinct. I get you, you know, know what you're saying. When, when COVID first happened, like, you know, like we were running out of toilet paper, all this other yeah, stuff, people you were know, going crazy. people were going crazy. And you know, it, it was just eye opening to see what happened to our industries with a little bit of, a little bit of illness. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, and so with everything coming back, like that is just, that's a, that's a very big push and to build up that next generation. And that's why we say that we say cloud site powering the next generation of manufacturing to be able to build up that next generation is that small to mid-sized piece. Okay. Those are these uh, American made companies or they're, you know, they're, they're creating people stuff. Like me, like people like me, like the, the, these people that are really trying to push the narrative, people mm-hmm. like you in a way. Of course. No? Yeah. Um, and you know, like, well, you, yeah, yeah. And that's not to say like we, we don't work with people all over the world that we do, but like, you know, that those parts of their collaboration, it may come in their collaboration. It might come from all over the world. So maybe they have a piece from Germany, a piece from China, you know, look at this microphone, how much, where is all of this stuff coming mm-hmm. from? If it's come from I'll different find places, out soon enough. <laughs> of course, right? But you need to make sure that you yeah. have that. You know, you need yeah, you're on the phone with five different people hypothetically if you're building that. So no, yeah, um, facts exactly. And so once again, it comes back to the cycle that um, is very needed for us to keep advancing, especially as a country, and keep advancing our industry. So, question for you: mm-hmm. um, Before we get into your past, I want to touch on your opinions on this on mm-hmm. AI. What do you see of what do you think of the future with AI? Because you mentioned one thing, and this is something I'm a big uh, advocate of the people, but I think you and I are very similar in the sense of like, we both agree that the advancement of AI will take out jobs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is your opinion on that? Because do because I came, I come from the philosophy that I think it's good, even though mo- a lot of people are going to be homeless. That's messed up to say, because it's going to force society to create innovators. And I know it sounds harsh, so I'm not trying to be unempathetic. I, I am being, but what is your opinion on that? Well, I want to touch base on the last thing you said right there. Force the country to, to create innovators, right? Uh, and, and that's just exactly what's going to happen. You know, a, a different type of skilled labor force is going to come in. Yes. And, and, yes. and you know, you're going to generate you know, jobs based off of different skills. Exactly. That's interesting. I never even thought of it that way. Of course. And is part of that, that personal touch type industry going to take a hit? Sure. Of course. But at the end of the day, what's being generated is in areas that make more money. Uh, And at the end, you know, and that's, that was what we were talking about earlier with Vegas is, you know, how many front desk agents do you really need when yeah, people are nice. building these efficient be honest, kiosks? No, you can just put a kiosk there. Yeah. Y- you could, yeah. You know, there people are ordering out of those on McDonald's now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, down on the Strip, for example, because we're in Las Vegas right now. Of course, there, that Taco Bell right down there that makes a ton of money. Right. It's crazy that you is in like ten years we might go to like the fanciest restaurant in the city and it, we will order off a kiosk. Do you think so or no? Maybe not in 10 years. Okay. 20. Maybe not in 10 years. That's good though. Um, I, I, I don't want it to be that fast. I don't want all these people to lose jobs like that. I don't want it to be like that in general. You know, oh, I, you don't, I, you don't, well, not necessarily, you know, like I, the advancement in technology is where everyone's going yeah. and for America to stay on top, they need to continue to push. Um, and that's what I want. I, I'm not sitting here saying I want AI to take over the labor force. That's not what I'm saying. Cause I think that's a scary thing. I'm saying I want America to develop the way that it needs to. And if AI not fall is, behind, of course, yeah, they can't fall behind. Um, with that being said, AI is also a dangerous thing. You know what I mean? For a lot of Did you of see the reasons. video of the robots on Twitter that were dancing like, like perfectly, like doing the, the dab and stuff? Like when I saw that, I was like, 
the moment that thing has a consciousness, it's over. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope we can stay away from you know. The, yeah, uh, yeah, we've we've all seen those. Let's movies, not do so. the consciousness thing. Let's yeah. not do the consciousness <laughs> thing. No. So go ahead. Why do you think it's scary though? Because it's going to completely take over what we have, or our skill sets, or what? Do you uh, think that's ever going to be a day where AI takes over our skill sets completely? You know, to not get too bold on this podcast. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, I think. I, I really like I, I hate to say it, but, you know, it's like a plead the fifth type one because you don't want to say you don't want to say it will or won't. But, you know, the reason I think it's scary um, comes from Elon Musk, in my opinion, because Elon Musk is so far ahead of everybody already. And, you know, he's seen some stuff that, you know, we the average man does not get to see. Uh and you know, he came out and said it was scary. So if if, if something scares Elon Musk, it should scare everybody, should scare everybody else, right? Um, you know, uh, so like that that's my my stance on AI. And once again, like I, AI is a great thing. It um, is. It is. But uh, you know, used accordingly and used like to build. Yeah, and used to build jobs. I think we need. That's like the most important thing. We need to use technology to build jobs we need to use innovation to build the country um and you know once again I, that's that's coming our way uh and you know at cloud site we see that and so we want to make sure that we're helping the people building that up uh and i like your guys's point. philosophy at cloud you know we're we're a mixture of a, C, a crm and uh erp mm -hmm. yes. we're, we're a software exactly yeah. um so uh, to, to go back on it, when we say like you know consumer centric for us, that's that's the businesses, that's our customer, right? Um, and, and when you have to work with those people, and you, that's what we love to do. We love to help them, you know, grow build their businesses and grow with them. Uh, just because there's not anyone else in the space really looking to get in and do that for these companies because I think their first thing that they think of is money. You know, like where can we make the most money? I think that's what first, that's what most software companies really do. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's not necessarily our, our big jump. You know, our big jump is how can we help generate businesses for these businesses? Because when people see the value in that, then, you know, all the other good stuff that comes along with it comes. Uh, so we want to work with our clients first. I said this, every company, they always talk about the good parts of the company. Hey, we do this. Hey, we do that. Mm -hmm. But in my experience, the good parts of a company come from the people behind it. Sure. So, Luke, I want to ask you about your coworkers because, you know, I want to know what got you. Why are you so emphatic and enamored with CloudSight? You know, that's what. I want to get at. Yeah, uh, and I think that's a great opportunity to talk about our, our two co-founders, um, uh, Kennedy uh, and Dixon. Uh, so Kennedy and Dixon uh, are cousins. Uh, they immigrated over from Kenya. Uh, and so Kennedy has, both of them come with massive amounts of industry experience, okay? Uh, and they're just incredibly smart guys. I mean, I get a chance to sit in, you know, work with these businesses that we were talking about before, right? Uh, and you know, demoing it next to me are Dixon and Kennedy, and to just kind of like hear them talk supply chain, logistics, all this stuff. It's it's kind of great to watch. It just wonders uh, for you, probably in your exactly. Young career. Oh yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like you know, I, I'm not afraid to say that, like you know, there's aspects of supply chain and logistics that I I still learn about. Oh and yeah, I, of course. Yeah, I, I learned it from them. But these two do not skip a beat. It's like it, it, there could be the most peculiar aspect of someone's supply chain and Kennedy knows it just like that. 
and he has a solution for it. And he, you know what I mean? It's like that's insane skill yeah. because the supply chain knowledge of the supply chain is has to be very intricate. Like it, very it, it, intricate. Trust me, it's a it's an ocean of information, yeah. and like it's so vast. And to have someone with such industry experience to like learn from, there's been times that I just kind of sit back and I literally take notes. Like I'm literally sitting there and I'm like, oh wow, like I better write that down. You know, um, that's and, what I want to be surrounded with. I'm looking for people like this. Oh yeah, of yeah, course. That's yeah, dope. Yeah, of course. It's like you, uh, you know, to be able to to you know work uh, with two gentlemen like that uh, is something that not everyone gets to do uh, at all. You know what I mean? And and not you know obviously to be able to get it young as well. So um, you that's know, big, right there. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know, those guys have really inspired me. Uh, the work ethic is. I haven't. I've seen a lot of good work ethic. Uh, but, that's the standard. But that's like that's. But good work ethic is almost like you throw away good ethic, good work ethic when you look at two guys like, like this that. and you go like, you know that that thing where people say to you like, oh, how do you like really have time for all of this? You know, I, I I look at them and I say like, wow, like this isn't like actually incredible. You know what I mean? Uh, to to be able to be so driven by how old are they? Um, you know, off the top of my head, uh, I believe 33 and 42, 33 and 42. Yeah. I don't, don't quote me on that one. No, but, but there, uh, there's, yeah, yeah, around yeah, that age. yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. No. And, and, uh, they're cousins, they, you know, family, family oriented people, which is, which is a excellent. Um, and I immigrants, that. we talked about what immigrants bring to the table that a lot of people, that toughness too, like. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, they're tech founders. That's the best way to, to describe, uh, the two co-founders of cloud size. They are, they're tech, they're tech pioneers. They're, yeah. They're pioneers. You know, they're, um, you know, I, that's the best way to define them. Um, you know, they're, 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 they're really pioneering. That's the, that's the best way to put it. That's a they, in my, so they, they're really this, it's interesting because I've, I actually had a lot of biz CRM softwares. Like I've talked to, you know, I was, I'm a marketing agency. So I've actually talked to a lot of them, a lot of people that inquired about CRM, asked me to manage their, the CRM for them. Um, I personally didn't like, that's not my area. I don't want to do that. I'd rather <laughs> run ads. <laughs> sure. But it seems to me, as I said, one thing I really am taking from CloudSite is the, as I said, we, I know you said you have plans for like more content for CloudSite later on, but mm-hmm. I like how personal, like you're making an emphasis that hey we're personal personable we care about what you have to say we mm-hmm. care about your problems and we're here to solve them for you 100 percent, yeah and like and once again that that's echoed from from top down uh that was i want to say that was the the probably one of the number one things that stood out to me when i was first getting involved with cloud site was the company culture that kennedy and dixon created uh because a lot of people, you know, they talk and 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 talk. You learn is very, very cheap. Uh, but when you see that, you know, they actually back that talk up with, with you know, results uh, and you see the relationships they've made with with customers and, um, you know, our partners and the development on on the technology once again it's it kind of leaves you in shock and all excited like i want i want to literally get started on my shit right now the way you're talking it's like <laughs> yeah it's this feeling that like the way you're talking about these two co-founders kennedy and dixon it's like <laughs> people like us it's like when we're young growing up like we want to be like them in a way not like live their lives but we want to have that seriousness that work ethic that stick to you know it was such a reality <clears throat> check i think for me uh you know because when i was starting up a lot of my my prior ventures um you know, like you, I, you just 
when you compare what I think what I was doing, then you compare Kennedy from a CEO perspective. It's like you just you once again you just there's you not you are younger though i do think you could be at that level one day i'm actually 100 confident you will for sure be at that level one day you have the mentality yeah i mean we'll see well yeah you have uh, that mentality I you like, know you do <laughs> you know i i uh i like to think so but you know at the end of the day uh you know my my number one priority right now is uh you know building dixon and kennedy's dream you know and like i think that's a big thing uh you know not a whole lot of people necessarily fall into that category because a, a lot of people will they think like i want to do this for me for i want to be the, the I, yeah i want to be the, yeah. the reason for this 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 and this right uh and i'm very very happy to just be joining in on everything that that cloud site has going uh because i see that vision and you know once you see that vision you approach business differently uh you know i you love found, you might have found your team like yeah, this is yeah, your you team. Find your core. And it's yeah. like, you know, to be able to be part of that dream is something that at this point in my life is, you know, it's You're satisfying enough at the moment, yeah, okay. at the moment, you know? And so I, I haven't really thought too much on the future in terms of what you were saying with, you know, being the, being a future CEO, doing something well, I else. I wasn't talking about but, being a future CEO. I was saying you know, the, the winningness, the mentality that mm -hmm. you you said Kennedy and Dixon have at their age, mm -hmm. I'm fairly certain you're going to have that at 33. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think that was what drew us to each other. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, I think that's a big thing uh, is you know, you get drawn to certain people for certain reasons. People similar to yourself in a way. No? Yeah. You know, people similar people, you know, yeah, people similar, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, I, I always believe that winners win. Like that's something I always say, my friend, my friends, they, they, I say it to my friends all the time. Right. Like, and explain what do you mean by that? Winners like winners win. win. Right. So like, I believe that, you know, my friends, like they're all winning, right? Like my really close people in my life, a lot of them are winning. And we drew to each other. We're, we're, you know, like magnetic to each other. Cause you're all winners because it's contagious. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, it, you want to, to, to build off of each other and you want to, you know, like use each other for whatever it can. And it's not like a competitive jealousy thing when you have real friends, it's like a, okay, let's build this or let's, what can I do to help you on this particular mm -hmm. day? Oh, do you need a contact for this? I got you on this. See, it's this like, is, I mean, what you're mentioning is what I'm envious of. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I'm looking for. Like I have my friend Jake, he's in my opinion, the best podcast host in Vegas. Sure. Just like you said, no, com I'm a podcast host myself. There's mm -hmm. no competition. There's nothing but love for him. Besides Jake and Angel, my other co-hosts, I'm looking for people like that too. Like I'm envious when you say like, yo, my friends are winners. Like I want to have a friend group that's like, and I have people like that, but like when you say friend, that's a very harsh word, like to consider someone a friend. Of we course. talk about this off camera, like there has to yep. be certain criteria nowadays. A hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, and like I said, I, I, I feel as though my instinct with uh, like people, with people, um, with the amount that I, I've kind of gotten around in terms of moving around at a young age, uh, working, doing all the stuff, the experiences that I've built. I trust my instinct before anything. I trust Facts. that gut before anything. And when I first met Kennedy and Dixon within the three, four seconds, three, four seconds, <laughs> yeah. you know, that first smile to, you know, showing me everything and, and talking, you know, for however long we did, I knew I was talking to winners and I've, you know, made us, you know, I, I like to think I've made a successful life working with winners. And so, you know, that's just an effect that they have. And once again, it's like, I respect you, that. yeah, of course. And when you have two people next to you that are doing this, 
you do that. Yeah. And it's like they, they always push you, you know what I mean? And you push each other and you know, you, you take all of the good from them and you learn and you listen. And when you have people you actually genuinely want to listen to, when you want to wake up and work and go learn, it, it's something I can't trade away for anything else. And that's why I'm so grateful. You know, not everyone gets to wake up every day and go, I love my job. I wake up every day and I get to go, I love my job. And, you know, that's why we work early into the morning. We don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, that's that's very inspiring. I'm actually very happy you worded that that way. Um, for me personally, I'm, I'm with that same mentality in the mm-hmm. sense of like, you're very similar to me. I could tell we're just from different cultures, but, you know, you're very, very, and we have different personalities. I feel like we have completely different personalities, but our mentality on life is like very, very similar in the sense mm-hmm. of like, I'm, I'm with you. You said something so smart off camera. You're like, Cena, like if you come in my life, Right now, I have a gut feeling. I'm gonna check to see if like you're worth it. There's certain criteria and like <laughs> energy, you know, winning stuff like that. I'm trying to surround myself with that too. So it's really cool to see how it has benefited you. I want to know what has caused you, Lucas, mm-hmm. in your life to get to the point you're at 23 and have this winning mentality. You said you failed in some ventures. You said a lot of things that got you to this point. Sure, you know, I, I think I want to say the number one you know, uh, reason that, you know, I've, I've gotten to this point and have been able to grow off of everything, uh, is I, I have like the best family and friends in the world. I have that network that I've learned from, uh, you know, I've, I've two big brothers that are incredible people. Uh, and I've learned from each of them. My, my oldest brother, Alec, um, seven years older than me, uh, incredible businessman, uh, incredible with technology. He taught me, you got to go journey, right? Like, I mean, this guy was traveling all, all over the world. He, he was a division one athlete. Uh, so I looked at him and as my big brother. I was like, you know what? I kind of want to be a division one athlete. He went and when he was done with that, he, uh, went to college in China. He taught me like, okay, well you, you gotta, you gotta leave your hometown. So I leave my hometown. Right. And so I learned that journeyman, uh, you know, life aspect from my brother, uh, is a wonderful role model. And then my other brother is 13 months apart from me. His name's Brett. Uh, older or smaller or younger? Uh, both of them are older. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and so oh, you're the youngest. I'm the youngest. Okay. Yeah. I'm the baby. Right. And so Brett, uh, <laughs> you just, once again, like those people you, you see and you're like, wow, like, is he like you and your other brother? He's actually like the direct opposite, but in a good way. He, uh, like a school smart, he's, uh, you know, he, he's a nurse. He was a first responder for COVID. And he's just one of those work ethic people that, you know, being so close in age, we were obviously very close. We played sports together, all this other stuff. Competed. And against. yeah, I, it was, oh yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> uh, but like you, you couldn't. I could not work him. And that is something I remember one time we what were about now. Who's that working? Who you or him? It's not a competition. Okay. <laughs> you know, but if, we, if we made it a competition, I'm sure he'd win. But oh, like, you know, okay. I like that. Humility. You know, I remember one time he said something that really stuck with me. We were driving back from uh, my eldest brother's wedding uh, in St. Louis. We were driving back with our grandmother. And we were talking uh, St. Louis to Chicago. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he said, you know, like people really actually don't like those hardworking people because like they really can't touch them you know and like that's something that drove what do you mean him. i can't touch them well it's like so say like you know you're you're grinding right you're on a level that someone else isn't all right because you're Are you working defining hard. this level off money or how do you define this level? just or focus just daily habits just success winning um you know i wouldn't define it off of money i don't think that's ever like a a good a good thing to look Metric. at yeah I, I i think that's a the money it will keep coming it's unlimited so like if you 
you know, for some people, $100 is a lot. For some people, $100,000 is a lot. For some people, $100 million isn't enough. It's what they so, do in their daily life to Exactly. Get if you keep chasing money, you're never going to find a number you're satisfied with because it, it, there's not a number that exists that you can go get, you know? Jeff Bezos is still working. You know yeah, what I mean? I like, and, and so... You know, my brother, what he meant by that is like, you know, there will be a lot of people going through life that don't like you because you got something that they didn't get, but you worked for that. Like you worked harder and people don't like successful people. Uh, and, you know, like my, my brother, once again, like that, that brother is different from my eldest brother in the sense of he's way, way more introverted. Uh, and he really taught me like, you know, sit back and listen specific parts about because you, you mentioned earlier that you really love your job mm -hmm. what specific parts do you love about your job like what makes you have this feeling the energy you know it's yeah i it's like it's kind of one of those things that uh it, it's kind of hard to describe it, you know it, it's like uh i get to wake up every single day and wear a bunch of different hats uh i i get i get to uh i oversee our sales and marketing operation our, our strategic operation um, so that's a big part of my job, sales, marketing, and strategy. Uh, and on top of that, you know, I handle, I handle a lot of the, the PR stuff as well. And I, I, you do, I feel yeah, that, that yeah. is a big part of your yeah, success. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we, we work like, it's just like the idea that like you wake up and when you get out of bed, have your coffee and you start work, it's straight opportunity in every which direction I get to talk to some of the most promising startups in the entire country, country. that are building that are building wonderful products, which you will um, also you know throw to me if you ever have time for an interview. Of course, of course, yeah, of course, yeah, of course. You know, and if, at the end of the day, it's like there's there's so much opportunity that comes with what Dixon and Kennedy have built, and it's to be part of that. Like I said, it's just like when you see that dream and you see it, it's and, and you and you understand it. I'm like just very happy to be part of that dream. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a complete opportunity thing, um, you know, and to be, to have two bosses that like, you know, trust you, you know, and like to be able to work with people that, that trust your opinion and trust your abilities in business and everything. It, it was a big step for me. Um, I want to touch on Kennedy and Dixon one more time. Mm -hmm. um, you said they were immigrants from Kenya, right? Sure. What do you know? What exactly got, because that's very unusual. What, how, when do you hear of two immigrants from Kenya being two of the biggest tech pioneers in the West Coast or wherever in Miami? Because you guys are looking at yeah, Miami. Yeah, they're actually, they're, they're East Coast. They're East yeah. Coast guys. Um, yeah, they, uh, they, they came over and, you know, like they came over and, and, you know, they went to school and they worked hard. Uh, you know, they just, they identified a need, um, you know, through industry experience, whatever it may be. Uh, I, I believe I feel it like was, to get to that level, it is experience. You have to go through the mud, right? You have to go through a lot. Yeah. And you know, you, uh, you have to have that mentality to be able to like stick it out and do everything too. And you know, like to once again, this like work ethic that they have, I think is just like very ingrained in who they are and, you know, being able to, to come over together. Uh, and like I said, it was a, it was something I really enjoyed, like, you know, hearing their story when I first met them and, you know, uh, because they're cousins, cause I'm so close with my cousin and my cousin pushes me and I push my cousin and, and we, we, we do a bunch of work stuff together too. So it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I really, once again, I don't, their energy is, is a big reason as to why I love my job. So, so I have a question for you, Lucas, mm -hmm. you know, and I, I just was thinking about this just now. You seem like this, like 
you know, you and I have this similar thing. Like, okay, I'm not going to sit here and I'm not, I'm not claiming to be David Goggins, but you know, in the sense of like, we work all day, every day. Like right sure. after this, I'm going to gym edit, and I don't know what I'm going to do, but I know talk too much is going to be worked on until 11 p.m. Like it is every night. <laughs> of course. So what do you do for fun? What do you do to relax, to not talk? For me, because I'm, I'm asking you this question mm-hmm. because I want your opinion. I, want, I need advice from you. I'm having a hard time talking to people about just normal subjects now. I don't know how to have a conversation outside of e-commerce business and success with someone. I cannot make a joke anymore. I used to be funny. So what do you do for fun? Like, what do you do to like, do you ever take your mind off work? Um, you know, I have a very, very overactive mind for like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I that's why I asked you because I'm very, you said we both go at a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. I want to know how you handle your shit. You know, it's like, like what do you do for fun? Because I can't answer that question either. I don't know. Like I edit, <laughs> like I market <laughs> for fun. I don't know. I, I really, off the top of my mind, like I, uh, I don't have a whole lot of like fun things. I, I enjoy working. That's out. what I'm saying. Like, you know every, what I mean, it's like yeah. my job is fun. Like I, I like if I'm, you know, if after a day of meetings and uh, you know a day, which of is straight, fun, a straight meetings are already fun or whatever. After you know working eight hours, if hour nine, hour 10 are me like on LinkedIn trying to connect with someone that I think could benefit our business or working on some type of marketing, you know, idea or typing up some strategy or, or coming up with something like that's fun for me. Like when I like talk to my friends, um, you know, and like I hear about like their, their businesses that they do. Uh, I have a lot of friends and that have entrepreneurial efforts as well. Like that's fun for me because you, know? you get to help your business actually directly helps their business. Well, could. yeah, it could. Yeah, or you just have the knowledge or, or, that could. Well, it's like if they are like say they're you know working on something that we wouldn't necessarily be able to help. It's just fun to be able to like hear other people's stories and then you know if they wanted advice, it'd be fun to give mine, or if I need advice, it'd be fun to hear theirs. And like you can draw from their stories, you can learn. You know, I think you get to a point where fun isn't going out anymore. Yeah, I know, you know? that's what I was asking. Exactly, about. yeah. And like fun is building your body. It's you're gonna go work out, right? You're building your body. Fun is is reading, you're building your mind. Like fun is learning about other people, you're learning, right? It's it's like that idea that idea of fun you know it it very much changes so in terms of that like the past three weeks i was back home which i uh was like the most amount of time i got to spend with my family play with my dog and you know see my parents see my brother uh, see my grandmother and you know like that was fun like that was like a refreshing thing that i didn't even really know i needed um and so yeah oh yeah and so like i guess the idea is like outside of it it's like i like to be with them um I was over at my grandmother's house like 90% of the time because I love my grandma so much. Facts. But, uh, you know, like it, it was just that 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 I, that idea is, is more fun with me. So it's interesting that you that you mentioned this. I'm starting to realize that all people like a lot of people like us have similar traits. For example, as we said, we're from different cultures, different things. But mm-hmm. like both of us are family guys. Like and not only that, but it seems like our families are our best friends. Like I would legit rather spend time talking, oh, yeah. watching a show with my mom and talking about politics with my mom than going out to a bar. I would genuinely have more fun doing that. And people laugh at me. Of course, man. You know what I mean? I'll take it a step further. I'd rather just talk to my mom and watch a show. Yeah. Like, you know fact, what I mean? Facts. It's like, it, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. Um, you know, and like, like I, 
I, I'm, I'm incredibly blessed to have had the parents that I've had because like they're like two of the coolest people in the world, uh, two of the most supportive people in the world too. Um, cause I've, I've had some, I've had some crazy ideas, you know, I brought some crazy ideas to them, you know what of I mean? Course. Like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to leave our nice, you know, Illinois suburb and go live in the tundra. And then from there, I'm, you know, going to support you. Oh, the entire way. They were, they, I mean, they're, they're like they're the most supportive people in the world. Um, they were like, listen, if this is what you want, like go chase it. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of people, like I said, like they don't have that. I'm very blessed that I do. Um, and I'm very blessed that like, you know, once again, I got to look at my brother, go chase his, I got to look at my other brother, you know, work to the grindstone. I got to go hear the stories of all, you know, I had 130 teammates at, N- at NDICS. I had, you know, a hundred something teammates at Morgan state got to hear a bunch of different stories. I had how many friends in my network out here in Vegas. And the most important thing I always learned was just sit and really listen and hear what they did. Right. But more important, more importantly, like listen to what they did wrong. And, you know, like the more and more you kind of learn from people, like once again, to revert it back to the two co-founders at CloudSight, it's like, I could just sit there and listen and listen and listen and listen and listen and know that, everything that I'm taking in, uh, it comes from a good place. It comes from people who care. And, you know, it's, a uh, that's just something beneficial that I got to have, uh, at all levels th- as I've come through life. Um, so, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm a very grateful person for everything that I've gotten. Um, so yeah. I think one thing about you, as I said, we've gotten here, you were ta- talking about, I want to just dive into this before we end this about your previous ventures. And you were telling me something that <laughs> stuck to me that I actually wanted to touch on camera, if you don't mind is the opinions of other people and how they may affect someone like you who's just so focused on your path. So what advice would you have for anybody listening that's like trying to be start out as an entrepreneur? And I could honestly say myself for this too, but their opinion, they care about other people's opinions. Like what mm-hmm. got you to not care about other people's opinions? That, that's, a, that's a that's a tough question. Do you think um, you, should, let me answer that honestly. Do you think you're 100% free of that? Or do you think you might still care? Well, you know, I'll be honest, right? So there's a good way to put it, right? So like um, one thing that I have, and I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing is I don't really do a whole lot of anything really I necessarily think for like myself. And like, and where I say like, this isn't like necessarily a bad thing is because in the back of my mind, I'm doing it because like, I want to make my mom proud, right? Like that's how I come off it. Like I'm like, okay, well, my my buddy Tim invested an entire year into me, right? Like I want to, you know what I mean? Like he, I want to get want, him back. I wanna, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to make him. You know, I don't want to ever have him feel like he wasted his time. And so I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm still, go. I'm doing all this so my dad can and I can work together. New York exactly. Type shit, like yeah, it, it's like I. Uh, you want to. You want to. If you have that network that I was talking about, that support network, that was my push. But when I first got stuff going, um, that was like the number one thing. So I had some people in my life, in my in my life that like I just either wanted to do better for, or came to me and said like, you know, we think that you know you could be, you know, have like if you went and tried to make it on your own, if you were you you know if you were lying out in the jungle, we think you'd be all right, kind of thing. And you know, you just kind of you just kind of trust your instinct on it. Uh, but when I first got going, um, a big thing that was a mistake of mine that if any young entrepreneurs were listening or watching right now that I would tell them is like, just literally do not worry about anything anyone says, even if it's family, you know, it, 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 when it comes down to it, even though that matters a lot to me, it doesn't mean like, it doesn't mean for don't listen John to your Dolan family, should, just, yeah. just for the generic person, like do whatever makes you happy, you know? And 
yeah, it just you have to you have to have that mentality, and you have to not be afraid of other people either not seeing your vision. You 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 have to you have to. Trust. That's annoying to me. That part what you said yeah. because it's like I, I when I talk to certain people that. I, but here's my thing is I don't necessarily need anybody for my vision, but when I talk to someone, I explain it. And when I just see someone uh, 95 or 90% interested, just half-assing, just not giving me full attention, mm -hmm. don't you? I get a little irritated. Sometimes it's just like I'm working, you know, that's something that I'm starting to realize, like no one's going to see your vision. You have to grab their hand and show them. Literally. Well, you can relate to this. I mean, like when you first, when you first get stuff going, you, uh, you want to, you know, be big boss man and delegate stuff. And then you realize that delegation is not that, that, no, 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 that, that's the the poison at the beginning. Yeah. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. You got to do it yourself. Yeah. And like, uh, that was, that was a mistake I definitely made as I tried to like bring in, bring in, bring in, bring in without necessarily like focusing on, you know, like the core mm -hmm. um but you learn from that i like how you're self-aware about you that always gotta like learn. you yeah. i like how you very you notice like damn i, I did try and do that but mm -hmm. you were young too and you noticed for me i told you my i'll say this on camera i'm not proud of it that's mm -hmm. why i'm saying it i'm embarrassed of it i'm just hyper aggressive mm -hmm. to 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 and i don't i need to control that like I, i'm i'm aggressive to people that don't give a hundred percent yeah, because you want people to match your energy, but at the end of the day, what it's if people a, what if people can't yeah. match your energy? You what do you think mean, about it like that? What do you mean by that? Well, you know, if if you, if, I don't think I'm a G. I just think I I make the choice to try. No, 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 no. It's not it's not that. But like you know, at the end of the day, like it doesn't matter if your outcome is win, if your outcome is lose, if your outcome is lots of money, no money, whatever it is that your outcome you want it to be. It's very very hard when this is your dream that you are building to find someone else that like comes in and really matches that energy, and that's why a lot of companies, especially these days, that are successful, they they don't have like a massive roster of people when they come up at startups. I'm referring to, you know, they have a core, you know, and like they that core. How long did they, you know, you know, get through it, you know, like. You uh you go so, look sorry at, to interrupt. It's a Game of Thrones reference. Uh, Robert Baratheon said this. What's a, mm -hmm. what's a stronger army? An army of five or an army of one? And Queen Cersei was like an army of five, and he was like an army of five, an <laughs> army of one. Yeah, I thought about that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. But no, like you know, and, and so like at the end of the day, it's like if you hold people to the same standard as you, given one hundred percent all the time. You just can't really approach it like that. You know what I mean? It's like you're not going to find someone who's going to match the same energy you're putting into your dream usually. It's very, very rare. And when you do find that, it's very easy to like keep that because so, you know you need it. You know exactly. you value it. And for me, that person was my cousin Danny. That uh, was when Tyler I for it. me. Yeah, that was Tyler. Tyler. Yeah, I know Tyler. Tyler's, yeah. <laughs> Shout out Tyler. Right? Um, but like for me, like that was that was, uh, that was was my, my cousin and my best friend growing up when I first started getting everything going. And he stayed with me through the entire thing. So it was like... Until I found that, then I found another person. My friend Erica found another person, right? And then after that, so how, found why don't these person. people put a hundred? Okay, forget they, my. They, yeah, they then they were putting like the same. They the journey, everything. Like I had another friend, Makana, another friend, Lyle. You you keep adding them after talking to how many people and getting not necessarily burned for for a better, lack of a better word, but like having to learn from those people. Each person plays a part in your progression. Oh, of course. Yeah. But like, it's like you you only keep people around that like match your energy. And value. And Offer so value. like maybe like, you know, and so once again, like Tyler, for example, like, and I know Tyler, Tyler's got a great energy to him. And he's, he's a workhorse, right? So it's like, you finally found that person after how much, you know what I mean? It's like you finally found, and, and a lot of people don't find that person. Uh, you know what I mean? And Tyler a lot doing of doing his own thing. I, I listen, I respect, you know? but I agree in the sense of like, yes, I yeah. agree. I yeah. agree. So it's, it's, it's just very challenging if that makes sense. Uh, 
uh, to like just to, for to sum it up, kind of, you know what I mean? It's it's hard to find someone who's gonna see it like you too. I, Luke, I really want to find someone. I I don't know how to describe this. It's like I think I've I've come to the conclusion that before I have to have that mindset, I need to take talk too much to a certain level before I, I really uh, can expect that out of someone. Because even Tyler, like Tyler's on his own thing right now. You know, you don't see Tyler here right now. Uh, yeah, I was uh, sad about that. I actually was, yeah. I was excited for him to come too. But mm-hmm. um, maybe we need to make like a like a dating app type thing for uh, for entrepreneurs. No, 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 no. There is one. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's okay, Shapar. Oh, Shapar. Oh, yeah. uh, you, it's literally Tinder. I'll show you after where you. W- <laughs> I wake up every morning. I, I click to see profiles, and you match if they need you. And then I text them like, "Yo, you need a marketer." <laughs> sounds so cringy. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. But I do use it. It's like so. I'm on LinkedIn four hours a day. Yeah. I'm, I'm running three hours a day. No, 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 no. I no, no read, that's literally that's literally what it is. That's literally what it is. Like, ooh, that's a match. Yeah. No, but uh, for me, it, I get what you're saying, but I have a question. How do you, how do you relate to people? Because like, outside of your family, I like you said you have a certain criteria for people to be in your life. If they're not offering value for a cloud site or your business or your brand personally, how do you maintain those people in your life? How do you keep them in your life? Do you interact with people in your life that have nothing to do with your? Oh yeah, of course, of course. Oh my, all, all my friends. Yeah, I mean, like, I at the end of the day, it's like. What's the best way to describe that? Um, you know, I don't wake up every single day, right, and think like, you know, the number one thing. You know, like you you got to go through life with people that make you happy. Let's just put it like that. Uh, and I have friends that make me happy. You know what I mean? I have family that makes me happy. You know, if you have a really really good friend that you know just makes you laugh. You know what I mean? Sends you, sends you funny stuff on Twitter. Sends you. You know, you're, you're, every single time you're around them, you're you're a happy person. You know, just because they can't benefit your business doesn't mean it's like, all right, we're going to cut this guy off, cut this girl off. Uh, in fact, I think you need to have that those people that have nothing to do with your work. Because if you get so caught up in just work and just work and just work, you know, eventually – you can become a robot. You're gonna be burnt yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, something. you know, and you know, you know, that's that's exactly right. That's the best way. You're gonna yeah. be a social creep when you're 32. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not gonna even know how to like function, you know, at, at your friend's future weddings, kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's like you're just gonna be kind of chilling. So, um, you know, it's it's one of those things that you do need those those people in your life that you can complete completely separate with. Um, uh, and you know, like I said, I'm grateful to have those friends too. That's what I need to go after now because I, I, I that's definitely the problem in my life. Um, I think I, I will see, as I said, one step at a time, I'm starting to realize that too, is like, I've had this professional standard in my life and it's probably, mm-hmm. uh, put some, some people away. I've definitely ruptured that relationship with myself. The old scene of like, whereas I used to favor those relationships. Like I used to say my work is my work, but the people in my life should be for my happiness. Whereas now I kind of got to the mindset of surround yourself with with winners and it's all winners. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to see there should be a balance to it. Well, you know, those people are still, those people just because they're not, you know, benefiting necessary businesses, not necessarily, they're not not a winner, winner, right? And so like, you know, one thing that you can challenge yourself to do is get overly invested in those people's lives. Instead, you know, like make a point where like the conversation is 90% about their business. 10% 10% about yours, like 100% that. about their business, you know, and, and ask for nothing in return ever. You know, no one owes anyone anything in this world. Um, and you, you got to want to give, you know what I mean? Like, and that's, that's like something that not a whole lot of people understand. I think a lot of people these days, they think it's a, uh, they kind of think it's cool to be like lone wolf in it and like 
only this, this, and this or whatever. And I always thought that was kind of ugly. You know, it's it like, a, it's not a fun feeling. It's no, not. I don't think it's, I don't think it's attractive at all. If I like, you know, meet anyone and they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, like I don't, I don't have friends cause I held, I, I hold myself to this standard. Just no one meets right. it. It's like, well, actually like, I don't think that, you know what I mean? It's you're, like, not, you're not of that standard. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, I think you just don't have friends cause you're, you know, you're not. Yeah. It's, I think, you know, that, that's something so, I went through it. Whereas like I told you, whereas like, I definitely like feel like I've ruptured a lot of relationships because of that. And I, I hit a learning lesson, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to be self-aware about it. Um, but to be fair with you, my situation is different in the sense of like, I'm nowhere near my goals. Like I see, I finally see the path to get there, mm-hmm. but I'm at the most crucial part of my life. I feel like where, I just know that in a year or two, people will understand. People will be like, oh, okay. But the ones who love you already do. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. That, that The ones who love you already do. And, like, those are the people you keep. You know, you can't, like, always necessarily go out trying to find more without managing what you already have, right? So it's I like, want to be better with the people I have. I don't want more right now. And that's exactly. something I, I, I'm, I'm just disappointed in myself that I let my ego and the chip on my shoulder get the best of me, mm-hmm. but you live and you learn, you know, like I'm not gonna beat myself up over it, but that's exactly what you just said. It kind of just really hit me because mm-hmm. I, I can probably say like, I'm trying to work on that. Um, but at the same time, I also think, I don't necessarily need you to value my business, but I need you to be just as invested in your business as I am into mine. Sure, yeah, of course. And like, but at, the end of, but at the end of the day, like, what if what if you're that person who puts them on that path? Like, what if they really do need that? But like, you, you know, and like I said, it comes back to growing. I was talking about that earlier. Like, what if you're like I had those people who helped guide that path for me without people's advice, without listening to those people. You know, I, where would I be? I, I don't really know. But like at the end of the day, if you're that person who dedicates your attention to their their stuff and like you put them on that path, like all you got to do is smile and be happy. It was it was weird the other day. <laughs> completely random. OK, I'll ask you. I'll ask you. A would you rather question? OK, because I put I put one up the other day. I was just kind of curious. Someone told me this. Would you rather po- like get fifty thousand dollars, put it in your pocket? Okay. Or would you rather have your friend get five hundred thousand dollars? Oh, put it, friend put get five hundred thousand. See right there. What? See, that's crazy. See, but, so I put that on my Instagram with you know a decent amount of followers on there, and it's like you get to see the people who vote for the fifty thousand dollars, and it makes you kind of think about it. Because in my opinion, it's a no brainer. The same way that you just reacted to it. But dude, but that's poll, a ten hundred percent markup. Like, yeah, the, the 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 poll doesn't reflect that though. And your friend it, might give you hundred k if you choose that. Like, who knows? Like, I'm not saying that should it, be the no, incentive. It should but, be the incentive, but it's, you're right. There's but just it's too like, much value going into that party it, exactly. to choose this over that. Exactly, it's it's like a really funny way to like think about. Oh, like when that when you when I said that to you, I guarantee you pictured one of your friends. Like getting that 500k, you're like, oh, like if someone was to get that 500k, it was going to be this friend because this is my best. You know what I mean? And then you have to ask yourself, like, what am I? What am I also giving them? You know what I mean? Like, what am I? What am I really doing to help build them? So whether it's like you know listening to, yeah, I don't know. You know, we're going to make like that just, 50k back. That's my. That was my thing. Is I can make that. I'll make that 50k one day. But my friend, my that's a 500k. That's ten times the amount of this. I would yeah, want. But you just want. You just want to. Yeah, be able I want to that have help. Yeah. yeah, of course. So yeah. So I have a question to end this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucas, I actually really enjoyed this conversation. Um, it was very natural and mm-hmm. I didn't expect to go like this. I thought it would just be more like robotic to be honest, but you really <laughs> killed it. I'm being honest. Thanks, man. What is your prediction for cloud site over the next five years? What do you see the company going as your part of it? 
only up, you know, okay. like only up is, is, is where cloud sites going. Um, you know, and, and, and like I said, like it, that's, that's all I, like the user feedback that we're already getting is so positive. Um, well, you guys are clearly about the consumer. I mean, this is a, a number one thing for all <laughs> on young entrepreneurs, something I'm adopting. If you're starting a business model and your motive is money and millions of dollars. Okay, sure. No one's going to, but your number one priority to get to that level is customer service of course do the little things right you yeah. know what i mean mate you know that that's the most important that's the most important uh aspect of our business is our customer and you know like it, it like that's the best way to say it is like it's cloud site is only going up and i genuinely believe that no pun intended you know cloud. literally i mean like the, every single day meetings booked full you know people calling and us you're, all you're, the time. Four podcasts on deck. Yeah, yeah, we got four coming up and it's like it's 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 just it, it's a uh, it's only going up. That's the I best like way. That. To put I'm it. actually excited because I'm excited to see you guys. I'm not saying I agree not now, but I'm excited to see you guys to put out some content over the years, hopefully. hopefully. Oh yeah, yeah. Like the content, the content will come of course. Yeah, the content will come, you mm -hmm. know, and 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 like I said like uh we all we have ideas we toss around all the time uh but it's just like right now it's like hammering down like the uh, establishing your brand and foundation right now well yeah i mean we are and, you know fortunately we've already done that in my opinion and it's like you know we have like that next that next level that i was talking about earlier it's like we're we're there and it's like we're, we're about to get there and and that next level you're is just focused includes, on 10xing every day now yeah it's like you're just, you know how are we going to get better every single day and we're getting to that point where now you know, it's, uh, you know, the phones are off the hook and it's, it's time to elevate. And so a big part of that is that marketing piece that you talked about, um, which I'm so grateful. Which you're doing right now. You're, you're going ham on that. I can see. Yeah. It's, it's been, uh, it's, it's been fun. That's the only thing I'm going to say. It's, it's been fun. Um, and, and so yeah, that, that, that marketing piece is, is probably one of the most exciting parts. And we talked about this off camera, but it's like, you know, you got to be able to market yourself. You got to be able to market the business. You got to be able to, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of really Moving smart pieces, people. Yeah. You don't know who they are. They didn't market themselves. Yeah. There's a lot of, you know what I mean? Like there's a lot of really good businesses. There's a lot of really good products. And it's a shame actually. And, yeah. And, and, you know, and, and, you know, we take pride like in, in helping, you know, customers to that, uh, you know, some of our partners, for example, we have a partner that created a, it's, it's a hardware product that it, it's a water monitoring system. Okay. So like, let's talk about Flint, Michigan really quick. Right. And it's like, people are getting sick. People are getting hurt in Flint, Michigan. They're drinking, you know, contaminated water. Uh, and, you know, just, and this was the rewarding side of the, of, of, of the business I was talking about, but it's like, we're able to help with the people putting these monitoring systems in. And when you increase that collaboration within their supply chain, what happens? They build more, right? And they get more of those monitoring systems all over. You stop people from being sick. It's that trickle down effect when you get to work with the companies that we're working with. Like there's a company we're working with as well that um, uh, they're using our platform and they created like a, uh, it's a monitoring, it's like a, it's like a test system. Okay. And uh, it's for cholera and COVID. Okay. And so uh, it, it, it's incredible stuff. And you, you get to learn about these companies and you, you understand that you kind of do or kind of playing a similar role. I was playing in marketing, like in the sense mm -hmm. of like, I'll talk to a CBD company. I'm learning about CBD. I'll talk to a cleaning company. I'm learning mm -hmm. about residential cleaning i'm talking about real estate i'm suddenly learning about real estate well right yeah and then you're like okay but like what in, in how can i help like, you in your field yeah shit. but like the real estate thing right we'll, we'll draw similarity to what you do and what i do right so when you have that that real estate uh marketing aspect and these people start selling houses 
you're, you know what I mean? Like you you're have an indirect, lives, yeah, yeah, you're changing lives indirectly and, you know, um, and, and well, directly, you know what I directly, mean? Like you're directly changing, actually, it's not me, indirectly, yeah. it's directly. And it's at the end of the day, if the final product is that, if it starts here, you know what I mean? You know, that's the supply chain, right? But if it starts here with that part, the first part, and that goes well, and it increases and increases and increases as it trickles down to this part, and this part is positive, and this part is good, and this part is growing society, and this part is making people healthy or whatever, at the end of the day, like, that's what we need. And to be, once again, to have and work with people that value that, it's not something you find every day. So I'm like incredibly, incredibly grateful for my co-founders and, you know, how I found them. Uh, and, you know, it's, uh, it's been, uh, it's been very fun. So it's, it's been awesome. You know, more, we're, we're looking forward. We have more companies just like that. There's so many I can highlight, but, um, which we're going to actually, uh, we talked about this off camera. Like if you have any of these small companies, throw them my way. I'd love to tell their story on my show. Of course. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, and I certainly will. Yeah. And, and you know, like a lot of, and that's, once I again, can work hand in hand with you. Like if you guys, if you have a company, mm-hmm. be like, Hey, you guys need some PR, you of, need some promotion. I got a podcast from Vegas. Of throw course. My way. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And you know, your podcast stretches yeah. uh, you know, across the country. And I can and, do and, online interviews too, by the way. So if you throw me a cool guest, I'll, I'll do a phone. Uh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Without a doubt. You know, once again, it comes back to those small and mid-sized businesses that you want to help just be because it's like, you know, you, you they need it. They don't have that full staff of people to be able to do it and, and to be able as to I tell said, their I, story. It's a beautiful thing. It's more beautiful to help those businesses than other than the bigger business. Those actually mm-hmm. change people's lives and are more genuine. Yeah. Um, really quickly, everybody, you could follow. I'm going to include the link to their website, their, all their socials. Oh, yeah. LinkedIn, Instagram, everything, Facebook, on the YouTube bio, and they will be in the Instagram uh, caption as well. You could check us out at t2mmarketing.com. Um, follow us on Instagram at Talk Too Much LLC. Um, follow us on YouTube at T2M Marketing. Um, Lucas, thank you so much, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. Great episode. This was a good episode. Um, I uh, will see you guys next week. We got a couple dope uh, interviews lined up for you guys, and be safe. All right, that was dope. I'm-